Yo, what up, Street Togs? This is Eric Kim. All right, uh, the Turbo Thought. Um, how to become more manly, what does this mean, uh, etc. So first and foremost, um, the, the funny bias is actually in today's society, we are not permitted to be manly, nor is it actually uh, a desired thing. So for example, we're taught to be, um, you know, more considerate, more empathetic, more open-minded, comma, etc. Yet we are not encouraged to eat more meat, to be louder, more audacious, whatever. Now, it's kind of a tricky thing because, like, for example, to be upfront, I'm all about LGBTQ Q rights, LGBTQT. I, I don't remember what it is anymore. Um, rights. I'm all about um, you know equality of sexes and everybody and stuff like that, but. If you think about it philosophically, so um, some some thoughts. So, so first, first and foremost, um, what does it mean to be more manly? Uh, the past philosopher has called it to become more virtuous. So virtuous being man. So you know the the art, the quote quote art of manliness. That there's a fun website uh, called that. Um, is the art or the technique or the approach of becoming more manly. Now, what is the purpose of becoming more manly? So for example. I mean, some basic thoughts is to be um, a defender. So um, probably the best model of manliness is like King Leonidas and the 300 Spartans uh, when Xerxes was in encroaching upon them for them to, you know, defend their nation with their lives. Now, I think the, the funny thing is that in America, you know, America is often ostracized for being, you know, a bunch of like backwards hillbilly folks who want to have gun rights, blah, blah. But the irony is that, you know, all these people who are all about like self-defense and gun rights and stuff like that. If we actually entered a war with somebody, how many of these folks would actually take their guns and enter a war and put their own lives in risk? to defend America than not. Um, also, I think that's why it's very, um, you know, quite naive when a lot of liberals who are very anti-military service because ironically, uh, the reason why the US still has, you know, some level of global hegemony over you know, intellectual thought, you know, the US dollar and so forth is because America has the biggest military in the world. Um, so, you know, I never have any criticisms towards anyone who actually has enrolled in military services. If anything, uh, I probably don't honor them enough. Um, I personally have not done any military service, so I, I have uh, no right to say anything. But anyways, so, um, A basic way to think about becoming more manly is to have more courage, physical courage and mental courage. So first and foremost, being a defender of, uh, you know, your wife, your spouse, your family, your kids, you know, whatever have you, your nation, whatever you believe in. And for you not to uh, compromise, not to be intimidated or bullied. Um, isn't it funny in America, we call it the Coco Department of Defense, not the Depart Department of Coco Offense. And even the, the term Avenger actually means defender. So, you know, even uh, in the ancient Greek times, right? What a hero was actually was, a hero wasn't 
a hero was, was more somebody who defended their nation or their clan or their peoples. Um, and, and what is necessary, uh, like Nassim Taleb says, having some sort of skin in the game. So for example, um, he suggests some things which are very interesting. So if politicians suggest us to go to war with a different country, they themselves should at least have one, you know, kin member of blood enlisted in the army. Or another thought um, is if you're a politician suggesting us to go to war with whatever nation, they themselves should be in combat or have their first son in combat in the, the direct lines, not, you know, doing some sort of, you know, flying a drone pilot from, you know, behind a computer or whatever. Because um, ultimately, sacrifice of your own personal life or risk of your own life is actually the ultimate risk uh, thing you could give away. Because even nowadays, now that I have a son, I've kind of realized, and this is where philosophers should also have kids, is that the downside of putting your own personal life at risk isn't that you just lose your own life, is that you lose the potential future of further supporting, defending your kid, your wife, etc. So there is a superfluous downside of having a child or a family to defend uh, and putting your own life uh, at risk. Um, but anyways, so I like uh, a thought, right? So it's if, um, you know, now that I have a wife and a, a kid, right? So if I had to put my life to save somebody else, I probably wouldn't do it because I have to first consider uh, my wife and my kid um, above my own personal feeling of trying to do a sacrifice or whatever. But anyways, so um, what are some thoughts? Uh, so what is the different difference between man and woman? Um, some physiological differences, right? The man has testes you know, and uh, a woman does not, that's a, that's a physical fact. And testosterone is a hormone which is produced in the testes. So we all know that as um, uh, when we were first conceived, we actually all start off as women. We have uh, ovaries and then with um, testosterone hormone, these ovaries turn into uh, to testes. Um, and you know actually both women and men have testosterone right but men just have it in a far 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 higher concentration i think um i forget the exact numbers but men male men have at least 10 times the amount of testosterone than a woman um this is also what differentiates a lot of um you know boys boys and girls growing up is that even at a relatively young age boys have more testosterone than men um, apparently there's a good new book on testosterone that came out just called T, which is, um, apparently a good read. I saw at the Barnes and Nobles and flip through it. It's, it's pretty good. But anyways, so to boost your testosterone is a good idea. So how does a man naturally boost his testosterone? So first and foremost, I'm very anti-supplements. I'm anti-protein powder, creatine, human growth hormones, uh, testosterone supplements, whether injected or taken orally. I'm all just about meat eating, black coffee, water, and that's pretty much it. So this is a personal thought. How buff and manly and strong can you become purely eating nothing but meat, right? So beef liver is ideal, beef heart, um, carnivores and predators, that's the first thing that they eat. And also my theory is that the more cholesterol you consume, the more it boosts your testosterone, 
And the more you boost your testosterone, certainly the, the more manly you'll become. Also, when it comes to the gym, um, some, some thoughts and suggestions uh, to see how strong you could become or how much you could lift without using straps, without using uh, a belt. Like, I think I'm the only person I've ever seen at the gym who could deadlift over four plates without a belt. Certainly the first person I've seen that took a deadlift four plates and a 25 on each side without a belt. That's 465 pounds, I think. And also squat over three plates without a belt or squat over 365 pounds without a belt. Um, there's nothing really wrong with belts and straps, I think. It's just, just something I'm kind of curious about. Um, just the only you know, supplement you should use maybe is chalk, but that's pretty much it. Um, and, you know, I... I one of the things I actually respect about South Korea and actually Singapore is the fact that there is a mandatory uh, military service. So, um, I know I think that there there must be something about the the military that actually makes you a little bit more uh, manly and stripped away of luxury. So, um, I mean, we probably won't see that in America anytime soon. But you know, in high school, at least one year of mandatory ROTC seems like a, a good idea. Um, also, some uh, thoughts is now because we are not a really you know, you're not required to enter military service. Uh, to do physical acts of courage, I think is actually a good idea. And this is why I trust no philosopher who doesn't deadlift. Um, because unless you have attempted a one rep max of something which is beyond what you think of, unless you have physical courage, I don't think you could actually have, quote, mental courage. So for example, um, there is a huge difference on having mental courage about uh, owning an opinion and there's also uh, a certain physical courage that comes across attempting a deadlift that's over 400 pounds um, and if you've never done it you can't describe it but when you're attempting a new one rep max uh, you know deadlift or squat or whatever that you haven't done and actually i think attempting the deadlift is actually a little bit more frightening or adrenaline producing than a squat um because actually when i think about it between a squat and a deadlift actually the squ uh, the deadlift is the far more uh, difficult one which requires more supreme uh, focus and uh, power and it's, it's it's kind of binary right it's like you either lift it off the ground or you you can't lift it off the ground it's, it's pure physics right um and uh and so actually, if you think about it, um, I mean, a basic way you think about it is who is the most manly person at the gym? It's the guy who could deadlift the most. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's nice. You know, you see a lot of really strong dudes. Um, I, I saw a dude deadlift over 700 pounds at the gym and he looked pretty normal. So I'm like, oh, cool. That's that's my new goal. But anyways, um, mad respect. So um, attempt a, a one rep max uh, deadlift because with that... You kind of need to quiet out thoughts of self-doubt, fear, you know, fear that you're going to injure yourself or hurt yourself or fail or whatever have you. Um, and, you know, that feeling of adrenaline, because, you know, we're not really entering hand-to-hand -hand combat. Like, even as a kid, I was so obsessed with, like, you know, knights and samurais fighting with swords and, or, you know, like, maybe in some ways, like, kung fu movies or... You know, those kind of martial arts films where people are actually using their bodies because um, and even now it seems that the most masculine type of man we see in modern society is like uh, Keanu Reeves kind of the John Wick but 
The funny thing is, in some ways, using a gun is more, I guess, egalitarian because it, in some ways it doesn't really require like physical strength. Like even if you look at um, even the, the new Batman, right, um, and Keanu Reeves, both of them are like, they're not that muscular. They're both kind of like scrawny looking. Uh, they would definitely not beat King Leonidas in 300 in an arm wrestling competition. Um, so if you want a movie that actually gets your adrenaline pumping, I would actually recommend watching uh, uh, the movie 300. Or actually, <laughs> there's this great bodybuilding film by uh, Michael Bay. I don't even remember what it's called, but it has a rock in it. It's actually pretty hilarious. Um, or even watching any of the recent uh, films with John Cena. I mean, this guy's guns are kind of out of control, even though he's probably on steroids and all this other weird stuff. But even apparently John Cena, he doesn't really lift weights more than three times a week. So I'm like, okay, that's a, a pretty good tip. He also doesn't listen to music when he's at the gym, uh, which is also another interesting thought. Um, and, oh, so what I discovered actually is maybe the secret is actually eat more organ meat. So eating more beef liver and beef heart. So the other night I had a uh, all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. And then um, it is the most nutrient dense and like, after it, I slept super great. I woke up feeling super energetic and pumped. Uh, and then after actually, after going from the, the beef liver and the beef heart back to the or uh, the lean meats, it's like, I wasn't even eating the same thing. So maybe as an experiment, just eat more beef liver and heart, uh, just cook it, you know, top it with uh, Dijon mustard and hot sauce and uh, go at it. Um, attempt a one rep max. So my simple suggestion for the gym is, um, and this is an experiment for myself too, is it takes more skill and manliness to do less frequency than more. So force yourself not to, to go to the gym more than three times a week. And every time you go, you could only attempt a one rep max. So for example, a simple split is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, you attempt a one rep max uh, deadlift. Wednesday, you do some sort of like one rep max floor dumbbell press or bench press or whatever. And then uh, Friday is a one rep max squat attempt. And every time you go to the gym, the sole purpose is for you to break your quote, quote, one rep max, which is your one rep, uh, one repetition maximum of a given weight you could lift. So let's say, um, you know, this week you deadlifted 475 pounds, you wait a week, and then your goal is to, to add two and a half pounds to each side, we call it a potato chip. Um, and then you attempt five pounds more than what you had did last week. So instead of doing 475, you did 480 pounds. And then you just keep attempting it more and more. And then sometimes you get it, sometimes you fail, it's not a big deal, it's more about a practice, just like what Alan Iverson says. Um, and And actually, um, a way to become more uh, manly is my thought is to become more manly begins in the legs. Um, and also, uh, don't worry so much about your, your physique and your, your body muscularity. Just focus on your strength because the nice thing is, you know, the on how to become buffer and do more hypertrophy mass building, muscle mass building. It seems kind of like voodoo witch science, whereas powerlifting, it's kind of more physics, right? It's just, you know, and also the, the downside with bodybuilding contests is that it's so subjective, right? Um, 
Whereas powerlifting, it's very objective and physics-based. It's a, like, it's, it's binary. Either you can lift the weight or you can't lift the weight. It's like super simple, right? Um, so I think it's a better goal to strive to deadlift 400 pounds, 500 pounds, 600 pounds, whatever have you, instead of trying to get super duper swole. And then that puts you on the, the rabbit hole of, uh, you know, taking all these supplements and drugs and weird stuff. Anyways, and also don't be fooled too. There's actually a lot of CrossFit athletes, um, powerlifters, uh, strongmen, bodybuilders, even like the natural calisthenics guys and yoga people, a lot of them actually do like weird human testosterone enhancing, anything that like, this is my thought, any fitness person who's on social media or make their living or part of their living or sponsors from their physical performance is actually low key incentivized to cheat or use some sort of strange supplements. Um, so don't trust nobody else but yourself. So like, you know, um, I guess I was pretty naive like I, you know everyone said oh yeah of course all the bodybuilders do steroids that's common knowledge but like nobody knew that it was the same with powerlifting or even um the strongman contest like even eddie hall who deadlifted over you know a thousand two hundred pounds right i'm sure he was injecting himself with something like it's, it's like it's not a big deal i just feel like i just wish that it was just more um made made transparent and apparently a lot of these guys in hollywoods is the same but anyways so um but ultimately, uh, to become more manly is to set some sort of standard for yourself, strive to become your own ideal, and just share your process and your thoughts with others. Don't try to force other people to become you, but try to encourage other people to become themselves.